0: Hi and God bless. Welcome to another episode of Peculiar Youth Connect. Um, this is still continuing on Overcoming Fear. We're going to be dealing with hypocrisy, especially when it comes to hypocrisy in the church and how how is it perceived, how do we deal with it, especially when we think that people are gossiping about us. Is it something that is true or is it something that we, that we perceive to be true? Um, this is going to be part two of Overcoming Fear. I pray that this blesses you. I pray that you're um, touched by this. And please share and recommend this to your friends. Thank you and God bless. And this question from Pastor Catherine said, I'm afraid of opening up to people in church because they will gossip, go gossip about me. How can I overcome this? A lot of times people come to church and you know, they have come from different backgrounds and everything like that, but they have a perception that the people in church will talk about them because they look a certain way, because they have a certain background, because they have a certain past. So this question is, I'm afraid of opening up to people in church, not only outside in church. I'm afraid to open up with people in church because people gossip about me. How can I overcome this? So Pastor Catherine, I um give that question to you.
1: Please, the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, one of my favorite scriptures in the Bible is uh, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 1. You know, and um, it spans up to verse 2. And there is one word that used to strike me that let me just quickly read. It said, my son, do not forget my teaching, but let your heart keep my commandments, for they will bring you many days of full life and well-being. Never let loyalty and faithfulness leave you. The the answer is... Most of the things I would have loved to speak on, I think uh, Dr. Bridget has already touched it and she has touched this extensively. And I would just want to add this to it. When you say people hurt you in the church, people gossip about you in the church. First question I want to pose is this Do you gossip about people in the church? If you gossip about people in church, it's going to be so easy for you to believe that everybody or someone that you talk to in the church might gossip about you. But if the loyalty to your call to Christ is paramount, you know when gossip, when concern becomes gossip, there are times that probably you receive something and you feel like, oh, I have to talk about this. It's just a concern of so what you told someone. Or probably you didn't even see anything, doesn't even have anything to do with that person. But you go just open your eyes to see something. And mm-hmm. you're like, oh, maybe some, this person, because of what I told him or what I told, he's talking about me, using me, And all of those things, and people begin to go back and forth and different things. But where is your loyalty first? Is your loyalty to Christ? Is the things that you are saying? Is it to make this person better or to pull this person down? Gossip definitely brings us down, but differentiating between gossip in that question and being concerning was a little bit um um was a little bit technical for me especially when it is added that in the church of course when you see some things that is maybe your brother is going the wrong way you want to say oh bro don't go that way or maybe you want to talk to your pastor about it so i want to go back to what dr bj said We can't afford, number one, not to trust God absolutely. We have to understand that people will be people. This person has to understand that the perception of this person that I am talking to or this people that I spoke to, how did they view things? And then... It's going to be easier for you to say, is this person really gossiping about me, or this person is concerned about something about me? I've had, um, um uh, is a personal testimony. I had a situation where I was, um, I was, I would say, I was very upset with God, very, very upset with God, and. I said so many things that you won't even believe that I, I somebody like me should be seen at that time. And um, as I was in this, I wasn't, I was not totally healed from that. And then I felt like, oh, why would we be hearing this outside when I felt like I confined in this person about that situation. And I was like, oh, Lord, this is the reason why people don't like to talk to pastors, because the moment you tell them about your issues, the next place you're going to hear it is on the pulpit. And instead of me to open my ears and say, what is this? Actually, what uh, what am I supposed to learn from this? I was getting hot more. And as I was praying about it, the lord said to me what is in this situation that i want to re- i want to remedy someone do you know how many people who are in the same situation who have not even been able to open up to someone talk less of receiving the kind of answer that you receive and when someone talks about it and at that point it was i was able to separate I, I I I was able to separate those two issues. So I want to conclude like this. When you say people gossip about you in the church, is this something that is true that you don't want anybody to know? Or is this something that you need help with? Do you think this person is saying those things to bring you down? Or this person is saying this thing to help you. The moment we can, the moment we can resolve those things in our heart. Is, is this really a gossip or is it a concern? And then it will help us to be able to open up to people because definitely you cannot be alone. Definitely you cannot by yourself. Definitely you need people around you. I'm not saying put your trust in man. No, that is not what I'm saying. I'm saying that sometimes you need to talk to people to resolve so many things within you and probably you hear it outside and you feel like, oh, this person was just talking about me. Oh, this person just used me to, to preach. Oh, oh, this person just did this. But what lessons do you learn from me? Is it to make you better or to make you bitter? If you will not do it to make another person bitter, I don't think that another person may, you know, want to do it to make you bitter. And if someone even does it to make you bitter, I know that God Almighty would definitely take you out of those merry, out of those mess, and it may likely become a message for you. Amen. The mess may become your message.
0: Amen. Praise Amen. the
1: Lord. Amen.
0: Before I go on to the next one, because this is basically dealing on gossip, is, is there anybody that wants to add to what um, Pastor Catherine has said? Is there anybody that has something on their heart that they want to say about this, about this topic, about gossiping specifically in the church?
2: I do. I think, I think sometimes you know it depends on the nature of the of whatever information that the person is sharing. I think that you know we have to apply. You know, we're just talking about caution versus fear. I think that it's very important to apply caution in terms of information. You can't just because someone is in the church does that does not necessarily mean that you have to share your information with everybody. I think it's important to identify first someone that you can trust within the church that so you could share your information with. And that person also has to be in a position where they can help you because information have shared is have so- solved. So you could, just because you're within a church doesn't necessarily mean that everyone in the church should know that information, or I, I can just share it with everybody because we're all believers. I think that you have to be cautious and identify within your church who you can trust that with that information. And is that person in a position that they can help with whatever information that you're going to share, whether it be in prayer, whether it be in counsel. So I think we have to apply caution too when it comes to information mm-hmm. because information could be very sensitive.
0: That's good, that's good. Um, any other, before I go to the next next questions for passive and system Diaz, does anybody have anything to say about that? Because I feel like this, this is something that people are, how do I put that? I think this is something that sometimes people believe about the church that it may not be it's not necessarily true but the perception people have that oh these are people that they're a bunch of, they they hypocrites they may gossip about me so is there anyone has anything to add to that also before i go to the next question
3: praise the lord um i just uh, want to uh, say if you want to, if you want to contribute please you can um unmute yourself especially if you know where you are is um quiet um I also would want to say that, you know, sometimes we think, speak gossip about us, but actually um, they may not be gossiping about us. Um, Sometimes you, you know, come to church and, you know, God is speaking to you, maybe on the pulpit, and um, somebody says something that you think maybe they knew something about you and they didn't really know anything about you. And, um, you know, instead of accepting what the Lord is speaking to you, you now feel maybe someone already went to talk to you about the pastor. I mean, speaking as a pastor, I I face that kind of situation a lot of times. And there was a time somebody came to me and said, you know, I was using him to preach and I don't know what the person was talking about. I mean, I deal with this all the time. But this person insisted, you know, I know what I said, and I'm, uh, and, and, um, you know, it knew that I had some things about him, and I, said, I didn't know what you were talking about. You give me an idea what I said, and the person said, No, I'm not going to say anything to you because you know what you said, and you know what you heard. And obviously, I still don't know what I heard, and I not know what I had. I do not even know what the person was talking about. So sometimes when people talk about us, actually, do not revealing to you know, you, the area that you want to talk to you about. It's different from you sharing information and, you know, some um, betray the trust and say it, you know, in in, in in an unconfidential way. However, sometimes you don't think people talk about us when it's the Holy Spirit that is trying to get our attention. Thank you.
0: Amen. Amen. All right. Because of time, I'm going to go on to the next question. But if there is extra time, there's bonus time at the end, we, hope we can always come back to this. So the next question I'm going to go to is um, Sister Nancy Diaz. And this question is, says, I'm afraid that I will lose my friends because because of my belief in Jesus Christ. How can I overcome this? So you may be a popular person, you may be a friendly person, but then you get saved. And now, now. It, how do you now, how, I'm now afraid that I'll lose, this friends that I had before. So the question is I'm afraid that I will lose my friends because of my beliefs in Jesus Christ. How can I overcome this? Sister God bless you. God bless you.
4: Um, so, well, to speak personally I remember when I first gave my life to Christ I wanted everyone to be saved so in my awe and excitement of this new freedom in Christ I shared and when I saw that one friend was distancing herself, I got scared for a minute. Until I came across a scripture um, after I was sharing it with, uh, you know, sharing in my personal time with God about this situation, and He brought me to Matthew ten thirty-two. Matthew ten thirty-two. He says, and I'm reading in the Amplified. Therefore. The one who confesses and acknowledges me before men as Lord and Savior, that one I will confess and acknowledge before my Father who is in heaven. When I read that, I was like, "Uh uh-uh, I'm not trying to be rejected. Mm -hmm. So I had to ask God to forgive me. I I truly had to ask God to forgive me and to give me courage. You know, you could come to him with that. Ask for boldness, ask for courage to share so and i just want to say this to the person those who love you will stick with you whether or not they agree with your faith you know it's like how pastor mentioned you know um, a lot of people have agreements a lot of people have disagreements but that shouldn't shake mm-hmm. you you know so mm-hmm. and even for me i have a friend who isn't faith and respects me and my faith and others that just left without notice so it all comes down to, do you want to please man or do you want to please God? Do you want to get into yeah. heaven? Yeah. So the best way to get through it is to confront it and to come to God with it, to ask for help. You know, to he says, I did not give you a, a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. So go in that power, go in that sound mind, go in that love. Um. And also, I just want you to remember that Jesus himself said, I did not come to bring peace but a sword. So even the mention of Jesus and even your faith, it's going to bring division. And I think, um, if I remember correctly, the scripture after that, he said, I, I come to um, bring mother against daughter, father against um, son. So, and that even applies to your friends. So it's going to bring division. So you just ask, mm-hmm. you just have to come at it with courage and trust God, trust mm-hmm. God, and and get into a place where you're with like-minded people, you know, I mean, if you're not a pastor, come to pastor. <laughs> you know, and get into a place where you're with like-minded people because it will become easier, you know, to to have that support system. Um... And also, even go to your pastor. Ask, you know, how can you deal with this situation? Um, Go to worship concerts, make new friends, or anything like that. But do not fear it. And when it comes to that place, ask God. Ask Him to give you that courage and just go at it. Because the only way to get through it is to confront it.
0: Amen. Amen. Um, Thank you very much for that. Um, I think... There there just just I don't want you to say. I personally think I remember I was trying to I guess in my own trying to get this person saved and that usually never that usually never worked out at all. But what happened was that this person was close to me and um I kept on sending like, you know scriptures or videos or message, anything that was that I had to deal with it to this person. And then this person is ready to send me a text. Okay, listen, I don't want you sending me stuff like this anymore because, you know, it's making you feel uncomfortable. It's making you feel awkward and everything like that. And as a human being, I, I felt a certain way about that. But then sometimes, you know, when you get saved and God now gives you the opportunity to witness to your friends, sometimes the first thing that confronts you is fear. What will people think about me? What will they say about me? And I think sometimes when you witness your friends is also a, a great way for you to overcome that fear because the truth of the matter is that there are some people that are going to accept you for who you are in Christ and there's some people that are going to reject you. So I think that's something that we have to to know a- ahead of time on board. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Let me. Do someone have someone to ask that before I go to ask and her question? Thank you for listening to Overcoming Fear, um, Dealing with Hypocrisy. Uh, You can connect with us every Tuesday. number is um, 866-313-5666. I'm going to repeat that again, 866-313-5666. You can search for us on Spotify, on Anchor. uh, Just type in Peculiar Youth Connect and we shall um, pop up over there. Um, I pray that this blesses you, and also be on the lookout for more episodes um, as we go into part three of this of this series. God bless.